Welcome to Advice to My Daughter podcast with your favorite mother and daughter duo. I'm Katie. And I'm Mary Beth. So let's get to it. Welcome back. We are going to talk about mistakes today. So kind of how you view your own mistakes. Is it easier to notice mistakes in other people? Um, Things like that. And like, of course, the burden of never making mistakes can be very hard to carry around. Yeah. Is that you? That could be me. Yeah. (laughs) In a perfect world, it might be me. (laughs) Far from it. Yes. I I feel like recently that I'm way way more aware of my mistakes. And not that, I, I don't know. It just kind of is a hard topic to, to like accept in yourself, I guess, when you make a mistake. Not, see, for me, it's easy for me to acknowledge. I make so many. It's, it's easy, easy for me to acknowledge that I make them. That doesn't bother me yeah. the least. For me, it's the ability to change why I make them and then right. make them again sometimes, you know. Right. And like we've said many times in these podcasts, a lot of that is the way you were raised, you know, and how things transpire over the years. Right. I was just listening to one, a recent podcast about like how two people in the same household can behave completely different, even though they had the exact same experiences. And it's just kind of like how you perceive oh, your situation. It's very true. You know, we had five of us. I'm not sure any one of us acted exactly like another one. You know, like we all had our own way to cope right. with things or, you know, handle them. And then you can tell when people don't want to admit that they make a mistake or they find it hard to say, I'm sorry. That's a big one. Yeah. But mistakes, I mean, I think I just see it. I see it with teaching. You don't want anyone to ever feel like they can't make mistakes in life. You're, no. you're going to make them your whole life. And hopefully you learn from them and you, and you don't really make the same mistake twice. Right. I think, too, it, it's hard because... I have never had a filter, so I've had to learn to put filters on, and I'm just telling you, I'm just adjusting to it in my 60s. Like, yeah. It's not something I find easy. I just was very blunt always, and that's not always the right way either. You know, I think people can accept things differently depending on how you deliver um, something, you know, like if you're pointing out a mistake or whatever. So that was... That was the hardest thing for me to learn. Like, you know, I don't care if you have an opinion on it. It's just not, no one asked you for it. Right. So keep the zip the lip. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mistakes, I feel like once you can conquer that and once you can accept that you can make them and life will go on. And it isn't like the mistakes, it might be the wrong word because it's all relative to choices. Yeah. And Maybe another person would look at something you didn't think, oh, you should have made a different choice. But your whole makeup decides how you're going to make that choice. Right. And so, therefore, if someone else would handle it totally different, then they're not going to see the logic logic, and why you did. Absolutely. Right. How you're going to. Choices is the right thing. And also where, why that comes that way. You know, like you see, you see your world through a lens. Sure. And everybody else has their own lens. And then it's really eye-opening when you're like, oh, that's how someone else views this. I've said numerous times, hello, you were raised in the same house I was. Yeah. You know, and you could have one that thinks, or, you know, a person is 
in a different class. You know, I don't know how people get up there when we're all kind of in the same boat, but I've seen that done where people can be phony and act like they came from something different than they did. Mm -hmm. I never understood that, and it makes me sad because now as an adult, I think, were you that unhappy with your life that you had to imagine a whole different life? Right. It's more like a defense mechanism or our life security thing. Where'd you get that from? Yeah. Yeah, I think. What happens at school? Like if you see a kid that made a mistake. For instance, cheating. If you didn't know, I'm just coming up with that. If the person didn't know an answer to the test. I mean, I know over the years I cheated in school. Right, right. And I never really got caught, which is unfortunately then you don't learn. Right. I try to point it out. Actually, in my classroom, I have this board that says mistakes are expected, respected, and inspected, and they make our brains grow. So while I see, like, I'll, you know, we're doing a spelling test, I'll see some eyes wandering, and I'm like, guys, let's just look at our own papers, because if we're looking at our neighbor's paper, that's not going to help you become a better reader or writer or speller. So I kind of just call it out like that. But I do have some students that, like, they do something wrong, and they are, like, instantly like taken down by it. They're like in tears, they're all this. And I I can like recognize mistakes or oh, I wish I did this or whatever, but if I'm called out by something like authority, mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh gosh, you know, I don't want to make those kind of mistakes. And I see that in some students and I'm like, hey buddy, it's okay that you didn't get it right. It's okay that you didn't know but all the answers. maybe at home, mistakes aren't dealt with like that. They might not be. So... Third but sometimes course. it's internal. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Very well. Um, so I, I can see it that way. I see other kids are oblivious to their mistakes or don't care that they made them. <laughs> right? Well, oh, just another day. Just another day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's like a, what's a mistake that you've made or that's like comes to mind that you're like, oh, damn. I learned from it, but I really wish I didn't do that. Anything? I got into it. With someone on Facebook, you and I both know them, and I was always just a scrapper. So I kept reading this thing, and I'm thinking, geez, this guy seems like he's trying to control her too much. And he and I exchanged not-so-nice comments and stuff, and it was a good friend of yours. And I felt bad after the fact that I said anything at all to him like I should have just ignored him or treated him like a gnat or something at the yeah. time but instead it was just no no you're wrong and I I wasn't going to back down right and I'm sure for him he's thinking what is this old lady going on and on about you know and um so the only thing I do now is I just if it's a friend of yours I would never comment again I have since apologized to her but um I just won't partake in anything if it's just your friend when you get friends on facebook you think well if she friended me she didn't need to right i didn't ask her to be you know but that's not right so i just only if i'm going to get into it with someone it's going to be if i feel strongly about a cause and it's only people that are my friends not right it's it is hard it is because you see something out there and you think uh you're you're taking it one way it could be maybe meant a different way whatever but yeah, those are. That was the worst thing I can adulting. say I did that I felt like um, could have affected you. So I, I mean, I, I, luckily I've, I've learned from that, and I have never done it again. But 
It felt good when I was doing it. <laughs> Again, no filter. Yeah, I don't always have like that's like a diff like with me and you, I don't have that like um I guess you called it scrappiness. You know what I mean? Like feisty. I'm feisty. feisty. Yeah. I'm a fighter. Yeah. And I can be, but it's not like an innate thing. Doesn't come thing. natural to right. me. Right. Like I don't, like nothing will typically, there's like a couple triggers I have that would make me, but. Yeah. That's just not in it's your nature. It's not of your nature. Right. Which I guess we're going and back your to dad. your upbringing. Yeah. And you your know. dad's like that. Your dad won't fight for anything. Right. Nope. Doesn't, he won't partake. And actually my father-in-law was like that too. And you know what, like, what I do realize, too, like, last year I fought a lot for work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for what? I mean, I, I'm saying my opinion. I, I know what I'm, I know the way I'm going is right. But if I, ca- I can't change all those other people. So if I can't change the people, I need to not fight for my own sanity and my own well-being. Right. Like, that wouldn't wear My peace me. is more important. See, that, that's the problem I had. That didn't cause me not to have peace. Right. Where in your nature that would. Not me. Like, I did it. I said it. Next day. You know, right. not, I, don't, I don't think about it again. And that's really a flaw to have because you have to be open and want to learn. You can't just say at this age, well, I'm done learning. You know, people can't cope to, you know, move on. Right. Because you, you have to kind of kowtow along all, all your life while you're walking this this earth, that's how you have to handle things. And everything changes. So yeah. there are so. Yeah, a lot of differences there. But yeah, you can't turn into a fighter or be feisty or scrappy if you're not. And, you know, during the Trump election, and uh, and I've had many conversations because, you know, Gina and I really disagree on that whole thing. I didn't vote for him because I thought he was an upstanding citizen. I voted for him because I could not stand Hillary Clinton. To this day, I can't stand Hillary Clinton. If Beetle Bailey was running against Hillary, I'd vote for Beetle Bailey because I couldn't stand Hillary. Or like Dad says, I just won't vote. You know, he won't vote now if this happens again. So, but you can't assume that the other person thinks like Trump, behaves like Trump. I wasn't a freedom fighter. I was not. I thought it was horrible what he did with the Capitol. And I make no mistake, he was involved in that and was coordinating those efforts. What's beyond me is how that man could have thought he could overthrow the election. You know, like, what? Yeah. what is in his head that makes that okay? A narcissist. Yeah. He's so, above everything. But my point <laughs> is that it, it to this day, I'm sure for Gina and myself included, if we bring it up, oh, that, you know, Trump, like, you could hear it in the underlying tones. Well, you voted for him. Yeah, I'm still happy I didn't vote for Hillary. Right. He's a, he's a moron. He's a jerk. I don't think he's a nice man. Um, I got to tell you, during his reign, Dad's 401, Johnny, Jet, you know, Kevin's, they all got restored. Yeah, but in pl- but that's politics, how, I mean, it ebbs and flows. That's right. Just, just so saying, he got the wave up. Right? I'm just saying, that's how I, I can't say right. the, the guy's a mess. You know, I can't even guarantee that if it wasn't today based on a real bad guy i can't see biden's doing great right the poor guy doesn't sometimes know where he is he's looking in the crowd for someone that was killed in indiana in november is she here jackie out here i mean he's we need young blood because these old people need to move out 
Right. Move out of Congress, Senate, the presidency, and we have to develop good, younger candidates. I don't think anyone should hold office after 70. Yeah. That should be the tipping point, I think, where, nope, if you're not 70 or under, you can't run. Yeah. Yeah, they have, like, you can't, You have to be a certain age to run, but it should be a cap to, yep. or to serve, even. Sure. I don't yeah. think the same way I did when I was younger. No, I, I changed the, the way I think a lot. Um, I was more conservative when I was younger. I'm way more liberal now. Mm-hmm. But, Yeah. But also, like, there's no point in arguing politics with anybody because if you're not on the same wavelength as somebody else or think the same, you're never going to convince them. They're never going to convince you. So, like, why do it? Why even have a conversation about it? I mean, I guess a conversation, but no arguments, not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was our little talk about mistakes and then went into politics and all the things. But (laughs) um, join us again. And thanks for listening. Bye.